to the Lamb. I say glory to the Lamb. Hallelujah. The presence of God is in this place. Hallelujah. I am coming today. This is Prophet Autumn, uh, Prophet to the Nation. Thank you for tuning in to my podcast today. Hallelujah. If you're listening, you are listening on purpose with purpose because God has a plan for your life and he wants you to hear this message. I've been going on series on torn between two worlds, but today I'm going to hop off that because I could not get no sleep. There has been a stirring in my spirit so that let lets me know that the Lord needs for somebody needs me to speak this and because somebody needs to hear it. Amen. So I'm going to jump right into today because there's a lot of things I want to say and uh, get out there in Jesus mighty name. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for those who are listening, for those who have tuned in to this podcast. I thank you for uh, the door being open to use this podcast to reach people wherever they are in their cars or jobs or in their um, homes or wherever they may be at that they could be tuned in and listen to their families and they could share it in Jesus name. Make sure you subscribe to the channel guys make sure you follow and everything and we just thank you father god we give you all the glory to honor and praise in jesus mighty name amen as i was praying yesterday in jesus name just i don't know it just the lord hit me just out of nowhere as god does sometimes and he hit me with you know what's going on with this generation what is going on with this generation? That's my question. I want to ask you. This is what he put in my spirit to ask you. What is going on with this generation? Do you know what's going on with this generation? How to, how, how are you? Are you tuned in? Are you tuned in? Do you really know what's going on? Do you know where they're at? What they're involved in? What they like? What kind of music do they really listen to? And on the spiritual side of it, moms and dads, parents, leaders and teachers, Sunday school teachers, do you guys really know what spirit spirit is operating? Do you really know the breakdown of what's going on? And I went back to one of my favorite scriptures, uh, prophetic people such as me and uh, we, uh, you know, my husband tells me sometimes he say, well, that's too deep, man. You ain't got to go that deep. What's your walk with God is when it comes to spiritual things, uh, how can I say this? When it comes to spiritual battles, warfare, warfare is deep. Okay. Um, deliverance, all that is deep. It shouldn't be take us and like, oh, okay, well, we'll just patty cake that. You can't patty cake that. You got to get deep into it. You got to dive and get to the root um, of and dissect everything, analyze everything so you can get rid of of whatever's keeping you bound or whatever is keeping you in the bad or you know what I mean so I tell people all the time you know they say well you're just too deep with it man and I, I ain't look at it from my standpoint well you got to know these things this is why I, this is distraction from the enemy he don't he don't want you to get to the root of it. he just wants you to tap the surface the surface so he can leave some residue and bring that residue back up later and then boom we got to start all over again when you could have got it the first time Amen. So just like police said, we got to do a further investigation with our walk with Jesus Christ and our spiritual warfare. We got to do further investigation. And that's what I want to come and tell you today is do some further investigation on these things. And look at Ephesians. Look this up. Chapter. Hallelujah. Look at Ephesians. Chapter six. Y'all know it. I say it all the time. 
verse 12. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me bring this up. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and against the authorities and against the powers of dark of this dark world. And against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realm. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rules, against the authorities, against the power of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. Amen. This scripture is one of, to me, is one of the most important scriptures right now. Because we see so much evil going on. Especially in this generation, through their music, their music has shifted from our generation. Our generation's music wasn't that bad. We just thought, you know, coming up, you know, it was love songs, you know, it's still something. But now this generation, generation's music has shifted to an un- very ungodly place from the jump the song don't warm up it goes right into molly percocet percocet and then it goes into uh we killing you know we killing and, and i don't even know something that's like yeah all that little stuff i don't i don't get i don't even get what they be saying i gotta really listen to that song what they say but i know there is a demonic influence on those songs and we take things so lightly and we don't want to break it down to the young people, which we should. And I'm all, in this series, this part one today, I'm going to use my house as an example of how I talk to my uh, young adult and how I talk to him throughout his teenage years. Because he's going to have to deal with these demonic forces among his peers amen and how to recognize the devil and how not to get trapped up in his devices amen and i think what the pastors and the bishops and you guys you guys really need to take the time to investigate slow down in your own personal time to investigate the root of all these demonic influence you can't be just like well Excuse me as I take a drink. It can't be like, okay, well, uh, such and such is dealing with a demonic, excuse me, with a drug spirit. And we're just going to pray this drug spirit. Lord, Heavenly Father, we just thank you right now for this, this young child. And we ask that you deliver him from drugs. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It can't be like that, y'all. It can't. We have to tap in and investigate what... First, what kind of drug are you addicted to? Let's say they say cocaine. Okay. How long you been? I mean, you got to do an investigation like a police. How long you been in, into it? What type of friends do you have? What neighborhood do you live in? And then you got to break down the neighborhood. What? I tell pastors this all the time. I ask the pastors this. I said, do you know what cartel is bringing the drugs in? Because that's not out of sense of how America got involved in drugs is because of the cartel bringing it into america amen so you gotta go like 
break this thing all the way down. Pastors, bishop, leaders, all you guys need to be taking your notes on all these type of things and breaking it down. You're not going to, you know, do a deliverance, you know, bring all these individual things out right from the young person. But that's for you to go back into your personal time and break it down in your personal time so you know how to pray and know how to intercede. And then when it's time for you to go help this young person, help them to, to walk in their deliverance, to be deliverance, you'll know how to pray. You'll know what spirit you're operating against. You'll know how to cut everything off all the way back to how it got into that neighborhood, if that makes any sense. I know that's kind of deep, but I tell my husband, who's the pastor, I said, you know what? You got to get the breakdown. You just can't be hitting it, this little salt. Oh, well, we just ask that you set them free, God. No, get to the root of where it came from, how they got entangled with it. Pray all that down, cut all that off in Jesus' mighty name. And this is where we just say, well, you know, if the Bible is telling us for we... Our, for our struggles not against flesh and blood. Right then and there, that deserves an investigation. What do you mean not against flesh and blood? What's he talking about? A demonic realm. But against rulers and against authorities, against powers of this dark world. Well, what does that mean? You tell a young person, you got, what does that mean? You got to break all that down to them so they can understand and get an understanding. It's not against flesh and blood, baby, that you are what you're wrestling with. It's demonic forces coming up against you trying to steal your future. Amen. This is what I tell my young, my young people, my young children and my preteen and my teenager. Like, look, man, you, you know, you guys, this generation is so scared to take vaccinations. The regular checkup. They're scared to go to regular checkup. I know my teen is. He's scared of shots. But yet, you guys want to listen to music that glorifies um, these demonic things. It's not of God. Ain't nothing. This is to steal your future. Your future to live. You're playing Russian roulette with death. Amen. But you want to trust a pill, but won't trust Jesus Christ. Even give him an inkling of a chance. But yet, you guys want to trust Percocet, which is their big choice right now. That's one of the big ones they like to use. Percocet, lean. Pastors, do y'all even know what Percocet is? Do y'all know what lean is? Do y'all know what Molly is? Do y'all know the street names? Some of y'all just know drugs. That's all y'all know. Y'all can't, and this, this, this will disconnect you from the young people. You got to know these things. The names of it, the codes. Even when they're texting, they can say, yeah, I'm going over to Molly's house. That could be a code right then and there. Like, yeah, I'm coming to your house. Come get Molly. You understand what I'm saying? Some Molly's. That's a type of drug. We got to know. We got to be praying parents. We got to be Holy Ghost field parents. It takes time. It takes dedication, commitment to be a praying parent. But it's also going to keep you ahead of the enemy. And God's going to keep you in tune with what's going on. We don't want to miss. We want to... We want, it's our responsibility and, and God holds us accountable for our children. Parents, you guys just, you just guys have just been letting your kids go. You've been letting your kids off the hook on everything. I know the cares of this world has been so, you know, it's been overwhelming. You've been so stressed out, but we're supposed to give it to Jesus. We're supposed to, you know, that's why it's important to have a pastor. That's why it's important to have a church home. So you get some spiritual support. Amen. This scripture right here tells us for our struggle is not against flesh and blood. 
automatically we need Jesus right then and there. It's not against flesh and blood. It's a spiritual thing. It's, things are happening in the spiritual realm that's trying to influence our children who are trying to take out this generation. Amen? Hallelujah. Rulers exercising government and dominion over states, small cities, wherever we live, there's a dark force trying to take a stronghold over that city to reach your children. This generation that glorifies drugs. Now I can say thank you to the Holy Spirit to take me. And my generation was really, you know, drugs was a thing, but it was really sex and fornication. Sex fornication, that's the same thing. Sex and for you know, fornication, sex. Having having sex out of marriage. Amen. Which is ungodly, which is a sin. Okay? Young people, your generation, the most that I hear out of your, your generation this to this day is the drugs. Amen. Drugs <laughs> and more drugs. And which leads to death. That's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm seeing. Sex is still there. No lie. But it, the devil has moved to straight to, I'm going to take them out. And you guys are falling into the trap. Parents, it's time that you get with the Lord and ask God to give you wisdom and knowledge on how to uh, be parents to your children. How to talk to them. Nowadays, they're you know eight year. I got an eight year old, but I have to just come straight out the gate with these type of conversations because she's already learning stuff that I ain't had a chance to really talk to her about. Because you know we were brought up in a generation we wait till they get older and discuss. Now we're in a generation where you better talk about it at five, because so many demonic forces have dominion and power over school, schools. Across America and across the world. From molestation, there's a spirit. Amen. When they go to school, you got to talk to them. And, you know, the teacher's not supposed to touch you like that. Now, you let me know if anything goes wrong or, or, or students touch you in the wrong way. The demonic forces are now have manifested. <laughs> They're not waiting until they get older. They're coming right now. So this is why it's important that, that pastors, bishops, mothers, and fathers... You guys start getting into the word of God, getting, getting the breakdown, investigate every part of this thing that our generation is wrestling with. We can't just patty cake a demon. Oh, Heavenly Father, right now release. No, we got to go in, get the instructions from God, get a revelation, understand, hear his word, all put it all together. So when we come to that young person, they could be totally set free, not playing with the spirit, but know what spirit that we are dealing with all the way back to the root of it coming from the cartels. And I'm going to break that down later. We need to know what kind of music I asked my son, I said, what kind of music is that you listening to? What is that? Oh, well, you know, oh, you know, he kind of got off his music. There for a moment, he was listening to all the Christian music. And there for a minute, the enemy wanted to try to take him down the wrong path and have him listening to something he had no business listening to. And I tell him, I said, all that's taking root in your spirit. And then it's going to come out and manifest itself. Amen. And then you're wondering why you got anger. 
then you're wondering why you feel like you want to slap and kill your enemy because you're listening to music that's talking strictly about murder. You're listening to music that's strictly glorifying smoking a blunt on your way to school. You ain't listening to nothing that's going to help you build your future because the enemy wants to block and hinder you from hearing that. But I'm here to tell you today, young people, you got to wake up. Because your first time trying, Molly, will be your last time. And then you're burning in hell. Amen. And then your your your, your thought process could be altered and be off. You, you done took Molly. Now you're listening to a song that, that glorifies death, that glorifies drugs. You go out in the street, think you big and bad. Somebody say the wrong thing to you. Next thing you know, you murdered that person. Next thing you know, you're you're in jail for 20 years. 25 to life no probation no uh you know no parole excuse me come on young people i'm here to tell you that god has a plan for your life for your life he wants to move you forward into your future he wants to use you for his kingdom satan wants to take you out and he'll use the music, he'll use the drugs, he'll use the alcohol, he'll use all that to cut your future short. And and how does he use it? Because you allow him. You allowed him in somewhere. Pastors, having young people, having young people come down and read a scripture on you Sunday is not good enough. Time out. Them days is over. They need pastors. They need leaders who are Holy Ghost filled, who can intercede for them, who can show up at their schools, say, hey, I just want to bring you lunch today. But they think of you bringing them lunch. But really, as you're walking into that school, because this is some of the things I do. As I'm walking in that school, I'm already praying. I'm already praying some things in the atmosphere, releasing it in the atmosphere. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Pastor, show up to your young people's school. Say, hey, I just wanna gotta if you if you're able to, pastors. Um, I just wanna drop off some food so you see how you're doing today. Oh, I'm doing man, my pastor done stop by and seen about me today. Isn't that wonderful? Wow, man, I was I was having a bad day. I was back in my class thinking about suicide. Cause cause the enemy done planted a seed like cause school's so bad or they had a bad day, they just wanna end their life. But because you took the time out and showed up you done, you done, you done, uh, interrupted the devil's plan. Amen. God done sent you in to send that young child some lunch. Amen. So, so pastors, I just want to say, this is a little nugget today. I just want to say, pastors, leaders, all you guys are dealing with young people. You guys have to do further investigation. Take the time out and listen to some of that garbage. Ugh. Some of that music. And allow God to reveal to you what spirit is operating, what spirit is influencing your young people that's sitting among your congregation. Not telling them, cut that music off, you're going to hell and all that. No, you got to break, you got to tap into their world. Amen. Listen to what they're listening to. Then go back to the word and get a revelation and go back and teach and be relatable to them. Amen. Because if, they, if you can't relate to them, you're not going to reach them. 
And no more, oh, we'll come down on Sunday, read a scripture. Oh, we let them, you know, we have a youth Sunday. And they come down, they read a scripture. Isn't that, oh, a pat on their back. And they're really going through something really deep. But you, but you can't take the time out to really sit down and, and, and ask God to show you how to minister to them. Not just keep doing traditional things. Oh, we have a youth Sunday. They come and they're going to read the word. They're going to swing the flags. And then they're going to go sit down. But then you have a young person who's really hurting inside. That's been struggling with the drug addiction right among your congregation. But yet you can't see it. Why is that? We want to, we want to microwave this generation. I don't know if y'all understand and hear what I'm saying. We want to microwave this generation. We want to move so fast with this generation and overlook the... Okay, all right. Y'all come up and sing a song. Okay, all right. Go sit down. Okay, adults, back to you. No, God is concerned right now with this generation. He said, what is happening with this generation? What about we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood? What happened? Where are we? Young people... Are growing up so fast. There are more young people my age. I'm 39. And they are dropping like flies. They're so stressed out. You can see the stress in their face. Amen. 18 and 19 year olds. They are stressed. They are having heart attacks. 18 all the way up to my age. Dropping from heart attacks. Dropping from uh, you know, developing high blood pressure. Developing diseases. And all kind of stuff. Because they're stressed. And believe it or not, I want to say this to you, pastors. Young people are looking, they're seeking for an an, the answer. They want to be set free. But, they're, but they don't know how. Nobody's taking the time to tell them. Well, my football players get in the car, my son's friends get in the car, each and every time they get in the car. I think of a creative way that I could talk to them. And they know where I stand and they know they can come talk to me. They know I'm going to give them the spiritual and the natural. Or what they're going through. Now y'all know when y'all go for a job. You know I tell them when they go. For, we use this for example. When you go for a job. And I say this to any of the football players in the car. You got to be on your P's and Q's. You cannot be going there. They, they take drug tests. I tell them to say. They take drug tests. They take this. They take that. So anything that you're doing. You better stop. It. It's time for you guys to grow up. Oh, yeah, I hear you. I hear you, man. I hear you. You know, you guys, you want to know something else, guys? I, I told my son when growing up, as soon as he turned 13, I started drug testing him randomly. He could tell you this, too. I would take him to the pediatrician. Wouldn't tell him. Pick him up. And that let him know and that let the enemy know. This is what I believe. That let him know and let the enemy know. Not today. <laughs> Not today, Satan. Uh uh-uh. uh. Mom, why we gotta go through this? You just say, man, I ain't doing nothing. I ain't doing nothing. Yeah, I, I said, well, I'm gonna make sure because I'm gonna stay on top in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. You're gonna be somebody in Jesus' name. You're gonna get through school. You're gonna have your ups and downs. And of course, he's gonna, he had his ups and downs. But mothers and fathers, I wanna say to you, you must get before the Lord and ask God to help you with your children and stay before Him praying. Takes commitment and dedication when it comes to your kids. You just can't pray today and I pray tomorrow. You got to continue to pray and ask God to cover them in the blood because we are dealing with Ephesians 6 and 12 right now. For we are our struggles not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against uh, 
uh, authorities, against powers of, of darkness in this world. And against forces of evil in heavenly realms. So when they go to school, they're around demonic spirits, spirits working in other children and demonic influences. Especially the enemy knows those who, who have children who, who have anointing on their life, who have a calling on their life. And parents, God holds you accountable for, or for the, the, uh, the uh, calling and the gifts that your children see. You gotta recognize the gifts in your children. He's gonna hold you accountable. How did you, how did you, uh, uh, raise that child up. Train that child. One thing I can say, children see, I mean, the, the uh, parents see my my oldest. The parents and um, some of the teachers in school, they said, man, your your son has, he has, he has an old spirit about him. I don't know something about him. His manner is, he has good mannerism. He's respectful. And he has his ups and downs. Sometimes I'm thinking like, sometimes, you know, when I hear him talking, I'm like, hmm, you know. But I thank God that I took the time out to drop the seeds in him. Even when there's times when you think your children are not listening, they are listening. They are watching everything that you do. Hallelujah. Some parents say, you know, they allow their kids to cuss. They allow their kids to drink. My son is 18 and he's in at 8 o'clock. And he's going to call. I say, be back at 8. Um, he called me if he wants to stay longer, mommy. Do you mind if I stay? I'll, you know, can I get a little bit more time? Nine o'clock, that's all I'm going to do. Because I recognize in Ephesians 6 and 12 where our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authority, against the power of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. They don't need to be out at 12 and 1 o'clock. No more. Cut that loose. And parents, why you guys have, looks like me, even though he's 18, he don't know this, and don't y'all run back and tell him. <laughs> even though he's 18, he ain't recognized that, well, I'm 18 now, I can do what I want to do. And I could, while you still have that authority, that hold, that power, the authority, use it. And be in tune with the Spirit of God. You need the Holy Ghost, parents, with your children. You need a pastor with your children. You need a church home with your children. All that helps raise them up and who God calls them to be. It says, for me and my house shall serve the Lord in Joshua. And if you say that, if you believe that, if you call yourself Christians and followers of Jesus Christ, then raise them up in the way that ye shall go. Because if you not talking to them, the devil will. The devil in his kingdom will chase after them. And you'll wonder what happened to this generation. People used to tell me, you say, you know, you're too hard on your son. I don't care. You know, and, and there was a time where. You know, I felt that that spirit kept working. There was a spirit behind that. You're too hard on him. Let him loose a little bit. Cut him some slack. I'll cut him some slack. <laughs> and the devil didn't cut me no slack using him. Come on, somebody. The devil had him going buck wild for a moment. I said, Jesus, I had to go back and repent because God told me and I allowed my son to do certain things. And I, I allowed him to do it. And it came with a consequence. Because I heard here, I was influenced for the moment. For the moment. I said, no, I'm raising my son the way I want to do it. 
I'm raising my children the way I want to do. And that's to put God first and what God gives me. If God said he can't stay tonight over uncle such and such or over auntie boo boo or over grandma hoo hoo, he ain't going. And there's a reason why the spirit told me, quickened me and said, no, don't let him go right now. Well, that's family. Well, that's such and such. No, God knows why they can't go. I'm just using that for an example. So if God tells you something regarding your children, parents, be obedient to that. Don't let them go to that party. If you ain't feeling right, no matter how bad they that they work on you and people say, you know, you don't let your kids do nothing. I have people tell me that you don't let your kids do nothing. Ain't I, my son can tell you there's not too many houses he has stayed the night over too many friends' houses. Probably he could probably count on three fingers. <laughs> One hand. He could say, My mom didn't let me go to a lot of places. Oh, well, you're too paranoid. No, 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 no. One, I recognize there's a calling on his life. Two, uh, there's so much stuff that goes on. Three, I don't, and here's another thing, guys. Parents don't introduce themselves. Like back in the day, we used to go back into people's houses, but their parents had to meet first. It ain't like that in this generation. Parents drop their kids off to, such, to people's houses. They don't even know who their parent is. They don't even know... Anything about the parents. But yet you're going to drop your kid off over to me. You could be a pedophile. Like come on parents. Wake up. And talking about pedophiles while I'm on this topic. Parents. Another thing. You guys will let your daughters just dress any kind of way. There's no more standards. To teach our young ladies. My One of my daughters thought she was going to go out here to school one day. I have a little cutoff shirt. I don't know where she got that shirt from. Little old shirt, cutoff. Show her little Tommy. I said, uh, I. She almost got out of here. The Holy Spirit quickened me, and I looked again. I said, Wait a minute, let me see that shirt. Oh, and where are you going with that shirt on? I, oh, I'm going to school. No, you are not. The devil is a liar. You're going to go upstairs. You're going to put like a little tape. You know, you can wear that little shirt, but you're going to put something underneath of it. You're going to cover your stomach. Amen. Parents, you guys letting your daughters go out here looking like Love and Hip Hop, Hotlanta, going to school to get an education. They are not going to the club. They are going to school to get an education. Okay? And you got to protect not only your child, but the other young men. You guys don't think of it. Look at the whole big picture. Once again, getting deep into it. Cover yourself up. They're going, I, I go to my, I said, I told my son, I said, no wonder you can't concentrate. You got, these young ladies got all their flesh out here showing. So what do I do? I don't know their parents. And if I probably, if I didn't know them, I probably would say something. I ain't going to lie to y'all. But so what I do is I tell my son and his friends, like, look, when you see young ladies like that dress, your flesh may rise up, but your flesh better just keep rolling another way. Don't entertain young ladies like that. You know, I talk to them about, you know. You know, these young ladies rape and all that little stuff. Parents, when you send your young ladies out looking like that, you're setting them up to be raped. You're setting them up for human trafficking. And better yet, you're not even teaching them how to be young ladies. Respectful. They're showing everything. I've been down that road. It's not cool. Cover them up. They are precious. These young ladies are precious. They don't need to be out in high school with their whole 
you know, chest meat out in their in their pants all the way up to their their behinds and yoga pants on so tight that you can see the front imprint. Come on. There's so much going on into in the schools as well. What is happening to this generation? I seen I seen a video, a, a Snapchat where a teacher was having an orgy. I shared that with you guys. Was having an orgy in a bathroom with students. So I'm gonna stop here. I want y'all to think. This is so much that I'm gonna be touching on in this subject on Ephesians six and twelve. That we have demonic influences on this generation and pastors, leaders. Do y'all know what spirits are operating over this generation? What is influencing them? We have to break down every aspect of every demonic uh, force. Once we come to recognize it, how they got there, how do we shut the demonic portal up? All that. Spiritual warfare is no walk in the park, but it can be done with some thorough spiritual investigation. That's what I call it. Amen. And I'm talking plain so you guys can understand me. I love you guys. I'm going to come back and touch some more on this. But what's happening in this generation? Pastors, are you taking the time to get the breakdown of everything that your young people are involved in once you recognize there's a demonic influence on their life? What is spirit is this? How did it get there? What drugs are they involved in? Maybe it's time, Pastor, that you have get your your leadership together and just have a meeting once a week or once a month. Just to talk about, okay, what street drug just came out? Do we know the street drugs that are out now? Listen to this. This is good information. What street drug just came out? Maybe it's time, pastors, you leaders, you guys get together and just have a set from your congregation. Your congregation don't need to know that you're doing it. But just, you know, start getting some more wisdom and knowledge. So you guys know how to deal with your young people that are sitting among your congregation. Give them more. Be involved more with them than just on a youth Sunday. This generation. Excuse me. This generation. God is highly concerned about. And we are missing a lot of things because we want to microwave everything that they're involved in. And we need to take our time to really get the breakdown of what they're involved in. All the way back to what country did the drugs come out of? What is the operation behind? Who is the operation? What organization is behind that? It goes that deep. It goes that far back. And that's how we need to pray. Warfare exactly is what it is. Warfare. Before soldiers go to war, they get a breakdown of everything. So they know exactly what they are dealing with. They can't go to war patty cake. It does not work. Amen. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I ask that this podcast is different from the ones I've been doing these past couple uh, days, God. That it would begin to get people to think and begin to deal with the parents and begin to deal with our pastors, our leaders, and begin to deal with the young generation. Hallelujah. That they would become to seek your face. 
Amen. That the pastors will get a revelation on how to reach the generation, this young generation. Amen. To relate to them, to show them love, to be patient with them. Amen. To get an understanding, not to condemn them, but get an understanding on how to reach them, how to love on them, to take the time out to the, go to their schools, maybe drop off a lunch. God, you give it to them however the way they can to these pastors, these leaders that are, that are to lead this generation. Amen. To not to turn their nose and look the other way and not to, and if they're growing weary, the pastors, God, that you would give them strength and Jesus, mighty name, family strength, parent strength right now, in the name of the father, son, and the Holy ghost release the strength to Everyone that is dealing with this young generation. I give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. Cleanse us and wash us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I love y'all. I hope this helped y'all out today. I'll be back soon on this topic. Amen. God is the God is um, trying to bring things to our attention. He's trying to get us to think. He's trying to get us to go deeper. So we can really understand what we are dealing with. Rulers over West Virginia. I'm going to say this is my home state. The number one state with overdoses. So we know there's a principality working over that state. We have to get the breakdown of it. So we know how to intercede and pray and go to warfare with that thing. Not be afraid. God has not given us a spirit of fear. Amen. Hallelujah. He has not given us the spirit of fear. Amen. Hand clap. <laughs> he has not given us the spirit of fear. Y'all cannot be afraid. We got to stand up and take our young generation back before the king arrives. Hallelujah. I'm going to be praying for your strength. I'm going to be praying for your strength. I'm going to be praying for your strength, mothers. I'm going to be praying for your strength, fathers. I'm going to be praying for your strength, pastors. I'm going to be praying for your strength, teachers. I'm going to be praying for your strength, Sunday school teachers. Hallelujah. And I'm going to be praying for every household in America. God bless you. Jesus loves you all. He is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And young people, put your trust in Jesus Christ. It's time for you to stop trusting in Molly and Percocet. The things of this world. This world has nothing to offer you. Jesus has everything to offer you. Eternal life. A life for you to prosper. Amen. I love you all. And God bless.